We're coaches united, ain't got time to be divided Won't you get excited, cause in the end you'll be delighted That you took a listen to the voices that you hear Cause it's evident, ain't no division in here Cause we're coaches united, ain't got time to be divided Won't you get excited, cause in the end you'll be delighted That you took a listen to the voices that you hear Cause it's evident, ain't no division in here, see? We wanna thank you for tuning in to the Coaches United Podcast A podcast that has everyone in mind Where everyone's differences are embraced and celebrated. Where we see you, we hear you, and most importantly, we stand with you. What matters to you, matters to us. Este podcast is para toda mi gente. Ahora más que nunca, debemos estar unidos. Y cuando estamos unidos, somos más fuertes. Gracias por estar aquí con nosotros. Las culturas unidas jamás serán vencidas. Hello and welcome back, Cultures United family, to episode eight. And this is the second episode of our Culture, Culture Speaks um, unit uh, in 2021. So this episode is going to be called The Political Landscape Through Artistic Expression. And we have two incredible artists um, from the country. We have Miss Brooke. You can find her at Brooke Americano on um, Instagram. And then we also have G Sanchez. And that would be at G Sanchez Art. Um, yeah, I feel very excited for this episode, uh, personally, because I really quite take a liking to art and engaging with that medium for um, emotional expression, but also processing the world around me. And I think it's quite unique to have the, the background knowledge and information and insight on what it takes to create a piece of artwork and how, to, um, how artists engage with that and then how the public perceives it. So I think this is going to be a really fun episode. Yeah, so similar to the last episode, we're going to be starting with one of our guests, and today we'll be starting with Miss Brooke. Um, Brooke, can you tell us a bit more about yourself and what you're doing? Yeah, so I'm from Montana. Um, I started art, I don't even know when, just I've done it my whole life, not anything professional per se or trained, but um, it's just always something that's brought me joy. Um, And then I guess like the a couple of years ago, I decided to just start sharing it. Nothing in a big way, but um, just uh, through my school, I have a lot of, um, I guess, networking. So I know a lot of like artists in the community. So I've gotten to know them and uh, started an Instagram. My students set up an Instagram for me and I take pictures of my doodles with my crappy phone. And <laughs> So, um, and Sebastian and I, um, were following each other on Instagram and just saw that, um, I did art and he asked me to do smart work. So here we are. We had to, I had to invite you when I was, when I saw what you were doing, I was like, that's it. That's like, we need an artist that's going to help us put together some artwork for our episodes, you know, and so far she's done an amazing job. If you go into our Instagram at Cultures United podcast, uh, you can see uh, that she's done a couple of the episodes, um, the artwork uh, 
that go with each episode and man what an amazing job thank you yeah 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 all right look so Brooke, we got some questions for you but before we do that man let's go ahead and introduce g sanchez so that people can hear his lovely voice out there and then we'll just jump right into this thing man go ahead g sanchez tell us a little bit about yourself hey what's up uh my name is g sanchez i uh am 24 i live in seattle and um same as brooke i've been making art for as long as i can remember and just recently have been making a lot of abstracts and primarily focusing on that but um i enjoy all sort, sorts of multifaceted art uh yeah and i'm glad to be here thanks for having me no doubt no doubt so jimmy you want to start with the questions first for brooke or you know how we i'm, I'm excited man you know i'll jump in at any time but but how oh, are we yeah. gonna do this tonight for sure. And I, I just want to review, you know, you're back with your usual hosts. Um, this is Gemma speaking. We've got Mississippi over here. We've got Sebastian. Yo, yo. And then um, <laughs> Brooke and Jesus have got a, a good crew tonight. So, yeah, I guess we can just kind of like fire these questions um, any which order. But I guess I think this is a good one to start with as well. Um, so, Brooke, like how long have you been doing art and what what was your inspiration or how did you start getting into the medium that you do work with? And what does that look like? I, so I don't know if I have a medium. I like to experiment, but um, I do just honestly a lot of um, pencil and pen and then also uh, got into painting like body art um, a while back. And so um, I don't know what my medium is. I'm still figuring it out, <laughs> but I like to experiment and um, I like to do artwork just kind of as gifts to people or um, like just favors for friends and stuff. And I get to do that a lot through the school I work at. So um, and I've just been doing it since I was little. So, yeah. No doubt, Brooke. So, you know, and, and that's a beautiful thing because, you know, I remember when I was younger, I used to doodle and I used to call myself like, you know, an artist, but. I never really thought I was good enough, right? And so, of course, you work with kids, I work with kids, we all have, you know, work with kids in some capacity. So, you know, for our Younger Coaches United listeners out there that that might feel a certain kind of way about their art, what would you say to them? You know, because you, we can be our own worst critics. So what would you say to them, Brooke? Um, don't feed into your insecurities because I still, uh, I took a hiatus from art for a little bit. And so I'm having to like relearn a lot of stuff. So it's kind of, um, nerve wracking to share that. And I would just say, just do it anyway, because that's only going to make you better and help you practice more. Um, and also just being vulnerable and sharing it because I, it used to just kind of be something I do for myself, but I don't know. It's just the, the way it kind of influences other people and the people you can meet it just makes it that much better so that would be my advice but yeah 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 well um I'm, and i'm glad you said that and i, I have a couple questions but uh, i want to ask you in regards to that right like you said the influence right so we've seen a lot of what's going on in our country right around the around you know uh the blm and you know uh, uh the the former president right um, and so when you think about art from a political standpoint, you know, you as an artist yourself, you know, what generally comes to mind when you have that opportunity to express yourself? Uh, it can definitely make a statement. I mean, I just think about the history of art protests. Um, 
before social media and the internet and all that, it wasn't really a big thing. It kind of, you know, was a thing during the Great Depression and then it got picked back up during the Civil Rights Movement. And now we're in this social media craze world and it's just everywhere. And it's awesome because you can make a real statement with it. And it, I think it makes people think twice. Um, so I think it has a lot more influence now than it did before. And people are just finding more new ways to use it. So does that answer your question? I don't know if I did it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think it's, um, you know, I, I think you're spot on with that because we do see a progression, right, of, you know, social media. And, and, that, and that brings me to my next question regarding, like, the, the thoughts around the First Amendment, right? Because we, we, we had conversations prior about like the symbolism of certain symbols, right? Like if you think about the South and the Confederate flag and, you know, the statues, right? Yeah. And so as an artist, what do you think, uh, do you think it artistic expression, political or not, applies to the First Amendment? I do. Um, I still don't think, you know, just because you have a right to say, and think anything you want doesn't mean you can should use it to harm other people. So um, we, you know, you and I kind of talked before about the negative side effects of art protests. So like, you know, Confederate monuments and um, military bases being named after them and all that, um, or even what we saw at, at the storm of the Capitol, you know, all this symbolism there, it just, right. Yeah. It can have, a real negative effect and can be influential in negative ways too. So I think we definitely need to be wary of that. So. Yeah. 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 Well, um, uh, this is my final question for you, Brooke, and then we'll pass the panel to others. But um, this question really like, because I, I remember in our production, we talked about, you know, softening the heart. Right. And so uh, I thought that was a beautiful statement that you made. Um, and so I want you to tell the people the context of that but uh, do it from this lens. If you were able to, you know, create a piece um, that would, you know, represent or embody what you feel artistic expression should represent it from a political standpoint, what would that piece be? So in my art, I kind of like to represent um, like a beginning and end in life and death and um there's a piece I've always wanted to make into a big mural but it's um the Statue of Liberty and she's broken in half and um you can see that inside her skull is rainbow coming out kind of like her coming to life so I just um think it would symbolize the end of one bad stigma or oppression or something just negative we have going on in the country and symbolizing a fresh new start kind of like today with the inauguration so <laughs> <laughs> no doubt no doubt so um yeah Brooke thank you for that man and 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 again if you um her her handle will come out again towards the end of the episode but check her out man support my girl Brooke um and and just in what she's doing and what she's endeavoring to do uh because she's got some great skills to share with the world so all right, that's that's my end of the questions, Brooke. Um, and then you know, so Gemma and Sebastian, y'all go ahead with it. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say, man, like it's interesting, you know, that today, the day we're uh, recording this episode, um, January twentieth, January twentieth. Uh, Brooke, did you think? Did you think this day would come soon enough? 
No. And now it was um, on what Tuesday, I was just thinking, it just hit me like, oh my God, we're going to have a new president tomorrow. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know, there's just a shift in, I don't know about you guys, but I just felt like I couldn't breathe the last four years, just the amount of stress. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know, it just feels like a breath of fresh air, um, like just a new beginning and just the it, even if you look at Biden's cabinet, the diversity in it and the inclusion and the acceptance like that is so symbolic to how this country should be. So I'm just excited to see where it's going to go. But yeah. 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 And it's, it's, I mean, like to me, to be honest, I'm with you. Like the anxiety the past four years, man, like it seemed like every day under that administration, like something new could happen. Something not like little, like something big. And it, it's just like, it's too much anxiety, man. It's like, it, it's so negative. Uh, and, and it just, you know, definitely today, January 20th, the inauguration of uh, Joe Biden as our, our new president, it feels surreal. Like almost like, like, man, like let's take a deep breath and like, it's, it's real. It's here. Like it happened. And um, I just want to say, you know, like, it's important to 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 you know acknowledge those feelings uh, that those type of situations can bring us as human beings because you know it, it definitely kind of have an effect on us. And just looking at um, Joe Biden's new like first day in office, like first few hours, and I, I was already seeing like uh, things out of the ordinary, I guess. Like for example, the first transgender. Um, a uh, member of the Congress, uh, confirmed by the Congress. And I was like, wow, like right off the bat, like first day, we already like uh, making big, this type of changes, you know, it's, it's just making a louder statement. So um, I'm with you, Brooke, like that, that that's, is definitely a change of energy. There's definitely a change of energy, energy in the environment. Yeah, for sure. And Brooke, actually, so you mentioned earlier in relation to what Sebastian was saying and like the the newly approaching diversity and changes in power. Um, when we're looking at the political landscape, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you impact the experience, or how does how do you experience the impact of art, basically? And what is your intention in creating art? And I wanted to also gear that towards cross culturalism, which you mentioned a bit earlier, and how how might you portray that through what you create? Yeah. Um, so I guess for starters, how it kind of can influence me I think of how it influences others like I think we mentioned before when we were talking I don't know how anybody can walk past a Breonna Taylor mural and like not be hit by that and kind of like we were talking about softening the heart like I don't know how anybody could get mad at that um so you know I think art has a way of making people think twice and kind of checking themselves and their beliefs and everything. So I think art can have that impact. Um, and then as far as cross-culturalism, um, we see cross-culturalism in food and music and movies and architecture and fashion. And I don't understand why we're okay with those coming into play when it benefits us or when it um, entertains us, but we're not accepting of the people that created them because 
culture doesn't make culture. The people make the culture. So it's just so, Well, you better talk that. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just so baffling to me because we, we don't even think about it. It's just like in our day-to-day -day lives and we eat the food and listen to the music and go to the movie and we don't even think twice about its origin. And we we're not like that with people. Mm. So, yeah. I agree. I think that's why it's such a beautiful opportunity to talk to UNG as well. And then like, I feel very similarly about society too. I think it's easy for me to say, oh, like society sucks or this sucks about it, but every individual makes up a part of society and you're always contributing and experiencing it. So I love that you kind of connect that to art and how that can impact people and what the backgrounds might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, uh, what we were talking about a second ago, like the song that just came to my mind since we were talking about, you know, the political landscape and artistic expression, music is art, right? And so the song that came to my mind was, you know, that little commercial or the song that goes, I can see clearly now the rain is gone, right? Like, that's what that that system has lifted now, you know, you can see clear now, you can think rationally now, you can you know, just be a, a, a human being now, right? And, um, and now we, we parallel that with everything that had been going on, you know, it just kind of culminated to where everybody was holding their breath and now there was a collective sigh, right? And so uh, I love what you said about, you know, it's not the culture, it's the people that make the culture, right? So I am so hopeful that we can now, you know, be more accepting of the people because like you mentioned, that is again, that I think that's art, right? Like when we look at the makeup of our country, I believe that's art in the cabinet that Joe Biden has put together, starting with, you know, Vice President Kamala Harris. That is artistic expression. That is representative of the beauty that our country can be represented by. And so, um, man, that's beautiful. And I'm just excited. I'm excited to see, you know, what happens, how this continues, and then, you know, the the, the beautiful art that can come from it, you know, um, as a collective. So, um, yeah, Brooke, thank you for being here with us tonight, man, and sharing your, you know, your perspectives with us. Is there anything that, that you want to say um, that will, you know, kind of give the people an idea of Brooke Blair? Um, I don't know about an idea of me. I guess um, I'm just happy to be part of this discussion. So this is really cool. So thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt. And What's also, your... yeah, go ahead, Gemma. No, I was just going to ask her to repeat her so she can get some followers out there, man, so people can see how beautiful her art is. Um, it's Brooke Americano. All right. That's on Instagram. Uh, check out you guys. You guys got to go check out her page, man. She is so creative. And like I said, she's also going to be collaborating with us to release um, um, each uh, like an artwork for each episode. So it's really cool what she's doing uh, for us. Uh, we appreciate you Brooke, for partnering up with us on, on this project, too. For sure. Thank you, guys. About. Before we switch on over, gee, do you have any like questions for Brock or anything that you might want to? Um, um, 
I don't know. You sound really good when you talk, Brooke. You're really good at talking. I can tell you're a teacher. <laughs> um, no, I'm excited. I looked at some of your stuff and I like it a lot. And I'm excited to see um, how you grow as an artist and like your ideas even growing, you know? Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know if I really have any questions, but I'm I have a question for actually for, for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm rural in a very rural red state and I'm doing art here. What's it like in the urban city? Um, it's funny because I grew up actually like an hour away, hour and a half away in this little city, little town called Mount Vernon. Uh, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's really small and it's rural. And I did art there and it was just like seemingly stomped out because you kind of have to like create your own because nobody around you is like-minded well not nobody but not a lot of people around you are like-minded but here it's uh it's funny because there's not there's more like-minded people but nobody really on the same kind of uh wave I guess everyone's doing in Seattle I don't know about in Portland or anywhere else but in Seattle a lot of people are in their own little, not like, I don't want to say click because that's kind of like a negative term, but like everyone's doing their own thing. And so uh, it's like pretty similar to, honestly, it's weird. It's pretty similar to the rural, like, you know, because if, if, if there's nobody there, but then there's people here, but the people aren't reaching out, then it's like, there's nobody here also, you know? And so it's cool to see what this podcast is doing, honestly, like, bringing people together but um hopefully that answers your question it's pretty much yeah build your own bridge type you know yeah thank you but, yeah yeah and and i guess leading on to that or um if you wanted to expand like how how did you specifically find like your inspiration or get get started with the practice of the medium of art and what was that journey like for you g um so I actually read this question. Um, I was thinking about it and um, really like art to me is kind of um, your dharma and in that sense, meaning like your path, you know? So my, my art's been in my brain. It's just a bone of mine, you know? Like I just have to exercise it and it's just this like, People say that uh, people say that you're a genius, but other people say you have a genius. Like your genius is separate than you. So I think that's kind of like my sense of art is this genius that's just been nagging at my, you know, at my creativity, nagging it my whole life. But um, just in the last like two, three years, I've been really wanting. Okay, this is what I generally know what to do. I know how to paint, but how do I do it? And I've just had to research predecessors and predecessors and just like see how everyone else did it and um, got me to more of an abstract expressionist because um, there's a lot of that going on in like 1940s, 1930s, um, all these big art movements in the 60s with Warhol and Basquiat. But um, I think just after researching and just like, constant reading my perceptions changed into this abstract expression um yeah 
So that's where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And especially such like a recent, um, I think like harnessing of this ability or this perspective that you have of the world and, and how to use that and really spending a lot of time with that. Um, I'm also curious uh, through your research and through your like experience and practice of art, like where do you see um, and push the boundaries of social justice through that? And, and how do you want to apply that to the political landscape? Um, I think that um, really in 2021, being a, and being someone not of color doing art is as important as somebody doing art of color, for sure. There's no, there's no like hierarchy in art. I feel like everyone's on the same level, but in the lens of 2020, being somebody that is Hispanic, just doing art in general is controversial in a sense, like putting my name out there, G Sanchez, you know, it's not like Jackson Pollock or, you know, I mean, Picasso was somebody of color too, but majority of the art world and what I'm doing, um, we're all like white males. And when you think of like the stigmas of today, very like, you know, the white male stigma, all these stigmas. And I think um, just, just on a really basic level, just like I said, doing art as somebody of color, my, uh, my opportunity and my, um, my day to day is different than somebody that wouldn't be of color, you know? So I think it just would come, it comes out subconsciously through, um, the day to day. Uh, but I, I, for sure, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, let, let me say this to you, G, and, and, and that's the beautiful thing about the political landscape of art, right? Like when you think about like everything that you mentioned throughout history, right? It, 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 it art and the, the expertise, if you will, of the vision of art was through the lens of white supremacy culture, right? Mm-hmm. So when you, you, G Sanchez and Brooke, Blair, you all have the opportunity to change, you know, the perspective because you're not catering to that that industry, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Now your 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 art is going to grab the youth, right? It's going to grab the the pop culture because it, your art is pop culture, right? It's a different perspective, it's a different lens, and it's especially important now, right, for young aspiring you know, artists of color to see, or young women, you know, to see a Brooke Blair and a G Sanchez and how that creative expressionism is brought to a whole new level. So there is plenty of hope in in what G Sanchez is doing. And then from the lens that this creativity, you know, is being taken to, man. So um, my question for you, brother, is similar to what I asked Brooke earlier about, like, you know, what would you say to that young artist, that young Latino artist that is maybe being ridiculed by his boys in the hood or, you know, by his, you know, kids in a classroom or maybe even his parents, right? What would you say to that young person that will, you know, say, you know what, you can do it? What would you say to them, G? Um, I'd say believe in yourself and um, if you love it, do it. And don't get brainwashed by, you know, the, the norm. I don't, I don't, I think anything could brainwash you 
brainwash I put in quotation marks because that's such a vague statement also but like anything can get you off track Mm. um but once you realize what it only takes this much to realize just a tiny bit to realize that um what you're doing is your art and it's funny that you said that Biden uh uh mixing his cabinet and you know there's so much uh equality going on right now um and you said that's art so it's funny that i'm doing such a cliche i'm literally taking the cliches of of art history and replicating them in my own way but it's funny that uh that any when i say art i mean anything you know as much as picking your cabinet members in the right way there's this like level to where I think everyone's trying to get to, but then when they add the stigmas of everything else and society and what your parents say and what your school says and what your art teacher says, you know, I think you just have to really listen to yourself and listen to your heart. And, uh, and on top of that, work hard, like working hard and being constantly working towards your goal. Once you figure it out, then just work as hard as you possibly can towards that direction and then that's that's what i would tell somebody no doubt yeah no doubt that's a that's a great statement um working hard and and just that little glimmer right that little glimmer of of peace within yourself right that's that's beautiful g man i'm i'm blessed that you said that bro um see bass go ahead go ahead what you want to say i just wanted to say man like it's very important to like acknowledge who we are and like really like i get i get norms you know but at the same time like we're all different each one of us is different so really the norms might not work for us if you know like um so it's very important to just be yourself you know allow yourself to be to be you and um i wanted to ask uh gee what what's what's your background are you what's your ethnicity i just want to kind of like ask you want to know the the details? It's I mean, kind of long. It's kind to, of extensive. You only have to share as much as you. As, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll let you in. I'll let you in. I am. Uh, so I am. I got the twenty three in me a few years ago, right? With the swab of the, you know, the swab of the ear or something, and sent it in, <laughs> and I got it back. And I'm, uh, I'm a new world, which is, um, you look into it, it's kind of like descendant of the indigenous tribes of mexico okay Um, and then on the other side that was my father's side and then on the other side uh is german my mother is german so it's this funny uh mix um yeah i grew up in a all all american you know 2004 through 2012 town like the high school Disney channel, you know, type town. <laughs> uh, so it's funny to be a product of that. I think that really helped me become, figure out um, my universal language. People say like art is a universal language. And mm-hmm. I see me and Brooke in the same way. And I see me and you guys in the same way. It's funny you think of, but humans just have to be like, oh, art is just like paint and canvas. But as that you said that uh, thing about Joe Biden, it really like got me thinking. I'm like, wow, like people say art is a universal language. When you get on that wave, then there's it replaces the negativities, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm off on another subject now. But... No, but I mean, it's cool because that's actually what I wanted to touch on, man. Is like I just wanted to like uh, be mentioned earlier too, where he was saying, you know, what would you say to those young Latino artists? You know, what kind of motivation? And and I just wanted to like I, I was personally curious myself, and there's nothing wrong. I think is in my opinion is is better to ask than to make assumptions. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, I mean, culturally speaking, you know, I just, I just wanted to get that feedback and not that it mattered, but I mean, curiosity, but I just also wanted to see, like, basically, like, your point of view as far as, like, where Latino artists are, are, are at nowadays, you know, you. obviously we have some, like, you look back and, you know, you have, uh, a lot of Latino, um, I forgot, there's a movie about a Mexican uh, painting, what, painter, what's her name? What was her name? Frida. Frida, Frida. Yeah, Frida. yeah. Man, yeah. I love that movie, man. That, that yeah, movie is like, so inspiring, man. Because before that, I didn't really know a whole, a whole lot of Latino painters or artists, you know? So uh, I just, you know, from, from that perspective too, I just, man, I just want to give you a shout out for... Um, just being you, man, just being you and like doing what you do. Um, and, you know, just really inspiring because um, as a Latino man myself too, um, you know, at the school I work at, it's cool to see kids like ask me like, hey, you, you're Latino too, right? And, you know, to me say like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, wow, you, you, you work here. So like to be, to just be able to say then like, Yes, you can be whoever mm-hmm. you want to be. Don't matter your race. Don't matter who you are, your background. You can be whoever you want to be, man. So I just wanted to touch on that, man. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's just beautiful, you know? Um, yeah. Thank you, thank you, you know, Frida was uh, Hispanic and German, too, funnily enough. I just figured <laughs> that out. Yeah. That's crazy. I was like, <laughs> I got a little clout. No, I, uh, but yeah, it's crazy growing up because I grew up, like I said, I grew up in Mount Vernon and predominantly white, um, who, where I grew up, but within Mount Vernon, there's like a huge, huge business for, uh, farming and, um, like a lot of agriculture. So there's a whole, like a whole Mexican population and Hispanic population that, um, goes unseen. And so it's kind of crazy, like growing up, I was of color, but around people like white people. So it's like, I never thought of it until people would bring it up. And then it's like, oh, yeah. And I wasn't raised by my Hispanic culture. So it's like I had this, hmm, like, this wondering of what that was. So I'm kind of in the middle. And then I meet all my my family on the other side and they're all speaking in Spanish and, and I don't know Spanish actually, <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know how to speak Spanish. And so it's like this, uh, in between. So it, it honestly was the perfect opportunity to force me to just, okay, there's this. And I re- I'm like, shouts out to anybody making Latino art. Like I love Frida Kahlo, I love Diego. And I do like make Latino art cause I'm able to, and I can, and I have pride in my culture, but at the same time, there's this thing that goes past all of that. And it's, uh, I think being in the middle kind of forced me to 
find that true art, you know, instead of getting bogged down or like held back by, oh, I'm Latino or, oh, like I'm not white or, you know, like it was just kind of my brain was forced to be like, okay, I don't know how to explain it, but that universal, you know, that art, when someone plays something nice on the guitar, whatever that is translated, that energy, you know. So pushing like beyond your limits of your race, you know, like pushing beyond yeah. that, like looking like more uh, into just like yourself, you know, like what you actually have to bring to the world. And that's your your gift of art, you know. So that's yeah, that's amazing, man. Like, I I, I mean, just I, I just want to, you know, like give you a shout out for, you know, for everything you've done so far, man. And uh, sounds like you're doing some amazing work. So uh, I haven't uh, really gotten a chance to look at your art too much but if i wanted to and other people wanted to we could find you uh, uh what's your instagram again uh my instagram is g sanchez art and then i have a website uh www.gsanchezart.com you can find everything right there awesome man i'm uh, i'm definitely gonna have to look into that man thank you mm -hmm. uh, thank you Jimmy, did, did you want to say something? Because I have a I have a comment that I want to make to G. So you go ahead. Yeah, I, I kind of have an overarching question for both Brooke and G. So you can go first if you want. Okay. So so G, man, listen. Um, I I sincerely appreciate what you said because you know whether we want to acknowledge it or not, right? Like your status is representative of so many uh, Americans, right? And, you know, because they're of, of, of mixed culture race, right? So you said, yeah, you know, German and Latino, right? Like uh, generations of that, that culture of in my Mexican heritage, right? So, but, you know, how do I respond, man? And you know what, believe it or not, we, we're, we're going to have an episode coming up that talks about the inclusion aspects of, you know, where do I fit in? Because I'm, I'm this and I'm this, but, you know, and... I just think it's so encouraging to all of our young listeners out there, man, that, that you say, you know what, I've, I've learned to embrace, you know, everything that I represent and it's beautiful. And I love what I inferred from your statement of like, I'm never too old to learn something new about myself. And so uh, I just want to, man, if we was together right now, I'll hug you, bro, because that was beautiful. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So thank you again uh, for being here tonight. Um, Brooke, do you have any, um, are you already asked, did you ask, like, is, is there anything else that came out before Gemma gives that overall arcing question? Not a question, just a comment. Um, uh, I just think it's really cool kind of how art interconnects us all. Um, I don't know if y'all are a fan of Great British Baking Show, but it kind of, art reminds me of that. Like there's a bunch of people from different backgrounds and ethnicities and cultures and they just don't care they're all just there to bake and if you bake well you bake well if you don't you don't and that's just kind of how <laughs> art is yeah totally. yeah so I don't know just all the interconnections you have with people I just I love it for that reason I think it's awesome so yeah yeah I very much agree Brooke and I'm so I'm so glad you mentioned that I think that very well leads into what I wanted to add. And that was um, asking both you, Brooke Blair and G Sanchez, like what, like how, what kind of community are you involved in through art? And, and how do you, what kind of community do you want to create with art? Because I find mm -hmm. on a personal level, the way I experience it is I really am able to find a sense of belonging through art. And I think that's because it's this opportunity to 
for the artist to express their creativity and their message, but also each person who takes it on kind of has their own perspective and interpretation of it. And I think that's such a beautiful feeling and a beautiful way to connect with people. So just um, wondering how you, how you see that fostering unity and how you connect as artists and, and what, you, what you see community like in the art world. Um, can I go first, G? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Um, I guess in my community, um, it's, it's kind of weird where I live because we're like central Montana. So we're kind of the art hub for this state. So it's cool because I know all these people now and um, it, you know, kind of expands your mileage of how, how many other artists, you know. So I guess um, just for like a rural community perspective, um, even in my town, social media has really influenced and picked up art here and um, like we have Montana Arts Fest and all that. And it's not really used for political protests, but I'm kind of hoping it gets to that point because um, especially the past Montana election we just had, um, sadly, it's um, a horrible time for Montana right now. So I just kind of hope it brings more awareness to my community. And because, um, you know, we just, we've seen what it can do. And so I just hope, you know, Montana is always behind the time. So <laughs> I hope we kind of pick up on that. And so that's what I hope to see happen. Um, I, uh, I uh, hate that I said clicky about Seattle. Like, Seattle's not clicky. I love Seattle. Um, everyone's so <laughs> kind. Uh, no negativity at all. But um, yeah. how I've – that's just how I've seen it. Everyone – I guess maybe I came in late on there. You know, it just wasn't the right timing. But um, I used to live in Bellingham, and Bellingham was similar, which is about two hours away from Seattle. It's similar – to the sense of everyone's kind of working on their own thing. Um, and so I've been just asking people, like I go to Blick art studio or art store and I just go and um, see somebody that looks similar to me or doesn't look similar to me. That's looking at like something cool. I'm like, what are you making? Like, and I've actually gathered. It's so funny. I've gathered a group now. And so I've just been building my own community. You know, I think if you don't have a community, you just got to like create it if that's what you want, you know? And um, it's cool to see though, like community, definitely people that are like-minded, you can grow so rapidly and like, it can like expand your brain in such a way the way you wouldn't have been able to um, if you didn't have it before, you know? Oh, very true. I love that too. I think that's something that I, I really appreciate a lot is community and, and have had like difficulties and challenges, but also a lot of like enrichment and I think privilege and understanding other people through what they choose to share and like building community through different interactions and really having people invest in the curiosity that they have about other people and then fostering that and working with that to build relationships is really cool. And I love, I, I feel like I do similar things. I just go talk to strangers and it's really neat because you never know what perspective they have or what they're going to say and, and how they're going to be involved in your life. And it can really bring a, a lot of value to who you are as a person and your identity and, and what you build and where you go. So 
yeah, yeah it's, it's bizarre podcast yeah and, you know, and sure go ahead go ahead you guys well, I, I was just gonna say man like uh like that's that's the importance of um i think the work that we're doing here with the coaches united podcast is you know you a lot of people just just want to be accepted and included feel included and then um you know it's important to create communities of positive energy of growth and support like you know um so we just i just want to remind our listeners you know like this coaches united podcast is a community of love celebration of diversity inclusion this podcast is really for anybody and um we welcome you into our family with open arms uh please comment uh if you have any comments you know any any input go to our social medias go to our podcast you know let us know hit us up check out our website coachesunited.org just wanted to remind us all of all of that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, again, like Sebastian said, man, you know, the, the, the vision of Coaches United, right? Like, like it says in the opening and in the closing in the verse, we don't have time to be divided. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no time for that. Like, those days should be over and we should be, you know, willing to hear and embrace. And I love what G said, if you don't have a community, build it, right? Like, I mean, it's just it's just a beautiful thing when you when you surround yourself with like minded individuals, there is no choice but for change to manifest because we're all have we all have this vision. Right. And so, yes, we're individuals. Right. With our own ideals and our own beliefs. But collectively, you know, we embody something completely different, man. And that's what's beautiful about Coaches United. And uh, I'm just I'm blessed by tonight because. I now have, you know, two new friends, right? Like uh, Brooke and G, you know, we're going to follow each other on our social medias and, and we're going to encourage each other and we're going to support each other and uplift each other. And that is cultures united because we are a culture, right? Individually, we're a culture. But now we're united through, through what Sebastian said, which is love, man. And, and uh, it's just beautiful. So again, as we get ready to close this thing out, um, I, I am tremendously blessed by this opportunity to have supped with y'all tonight, to have learned what, you know, drives you in your, uh, in your creative expressionism um, from the political landscape. And it, it was just a blessing. So Brooke, G, thank y'all for, for being with us tonight, man. It's a blessing. Yeah. Thank you guys. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad I, I met you guys. Thank you so much. And it's nice to hear what you guys are doing too. Um, I love that everyone's on the same page, but doing different things, but um, all promoting positivity and love. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This is our opportunity and the listeners opportunity to community build. So if you're listening, reach out Brooke and G, we have their Instagram handles their websites and reach out to the cultures United podcast. You know, you want to hear what you have to say and yeah, we're all part of the same family. Yeah. And I just want to say, man, yeah. I'm, like just reinforce the idea united we are stronger put that put good into the world and good shall come back to you 
with that being said thank you everybody for being here tonight take care and be blessed we're coaches united ain't got time to be divided won't you get excited because in the end you'll be delighted that you took a listen to the voices that you hear cause it's evident ain't no division in here cause we're coaches united ain't got time to be divided won't you get excited cause in the end you'll be delighted that you took a listen to the voices that you hear cause it's evident ain't no division in here see we want to thank you for tuning in to the coaches united podcast a podcast that has everyone in mind where everyone's differences are embraced and celebrated where we see you we hear you and most importantly we stand with you what matters to you matters to us este podcast is para toda mi gente ahora más que nunca debemos estar unidos y cuando estamos unidos somos más fuertes gracias por estar aquí con nosotros las culturas unidas jamás serán vencidas Cultures United podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and other platforms. Find our website at www.culturesunited.org or reach out to us on Instagram at Cultures United Podcast and Twitter at The Unity Podcast. Send us your questions, comments, or perspective. We want to hear from you.